As I was reflecting upon this weekend's readings, one of the former co-pastors of this parish came to mind, Father Dan Zach, who served here many years and just recently passed away on July 10th. Those who remember him, he's this kind of larger-than-life figure. He'd sit over here somewhere. He's real tall. He talked real loud. He sang really loud. The student lounge is named after him because he so generously supported that in student ministry over the years. And one of the ways, well, I should say this first, he talked kind of funny, too. He had this unique vocabulary he used to communicate with people. And one of the words he used quite a bit came to mind when I was reflecting upon this weekend's readings. When he talked about priesthood, he said it was a very generative way of life for him. When he spoke about the types of ministries he chose to get involved with after he retired from full-time parish work, he said he chose them because he found them to be particularly generative. And so that's why he was going to do prison ministry. That's why he was doing hours upon hours of spiritual direction for students here at Corpus Christi. That's why he was driving with college students as a 70-some-year-old man down to Appalachia to build houses for the impoverished communities there. He saw life as a generative opportunity, a way to be fruitful, a way to bring life, to build up life for other people. That was one of the key themes in today's readings. The book of Genesis, talking about creation. A Christian understanding of God is that there's three persons who enjoyed life together so much that they wanted to share that with others. They wanted to be generative. They created the universe. They created us, the human family, that we could share the goodness they experienced among themselves. And then we're called as the people God has created, to imitate that generativity, that creativity. By again, going out of ourselves and our own little world and building up life, sharing life, giving life to other people. Our psalm today, oftentimes we kind of overlook the psalms when priests are preaching, I think, but the psalm today highlights four ways God wants us to be generative in our lives. The first is through our work. Some talks about our handiwork, our daily labors being fruitful. That God desires to be creative with us as we go about our daily lives. So for Christians, we approach our career, our job, not just as a way to get a paycheck, but as a way to help other people. As a way to build up the lives of other people. A way to support them, to serve as vocation director, I get to meet with young adults all the time who are thinking about priesthood. And one of the inspiring parts of my job is to realize these young adults get it. They know priesthood pays terribly. They know they'll get hardly any kind of lucrative gain out of priesthood financially. And yet they're still considering it precisely because they get it. It's a generative way of life. It's a way to build other people up, to support them, to serve them. It's a generous way to live. And so they're considering that. Many of you have lived this in your own careers. There's perhaps an opportunity when you stepped aside from a very lucrative position to do something that would be more beneficial and meaningful and of service to the community. Or perhaps there's a time you stayed in a very important position, a stressful, intense position, precisely because you knew you were able to impact lives that way. Even though financially you were stable enough, you could have stepped aside to something much calmer and much easier. 
God invites us to see our work as an opportunity to build up and serve the lives of others. The second image used in our psalm, Psalm 128 today, was that of family life. Marriage, family, friendships, relationships, they're a place where we're called to be generative as well. The imagery used was a little strange for our modern ears. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine, children like olive shoots gathered around the table. The image here is of family life being big, being lively, lots of life around the dinner table, lots of life being shared together. God invites us to dream big when we think about what family life is supposed to look like. And I really say highlighted the gift of marriage and bringing children into the world, but life is much bigger than that for us as Christians. This image of a fruitful vine, I think, is worth reflecting upon. It's something that diffuses itself widely. Life as a Christian should be very different than, say, like a potted plant, which just stays in its own little ecosystem. Again, we're all called to be like fruitful vines, spreading ourselves out into the world, going out and building connections, relationships, serving, loving, helping all kinds of different people. If we live life with this creativity and this generosity, we're going to find ourselves, like Father Dan, with a really elected group of people around us. Prisoners, persons from Appalachia, college students that are, you know, several decades younger than us, perhaps. All these very interesting people that God's going to put in our lives if we're open to this way of living, of dreaming big when it comes to who our family is, as members of the human family that God invites all of us to be together. How can we be more generative in our relationships, in our family lives? Even those of us who never have our own biological children, how can we build up community, help and serve each other? The third image used in the psalm today was that of Jerusalem being prosperous. This is an image of religious community, our spiritual community, the church. Jerusalem was the place people went gathered together to worship God. And prosperity is meant in the psalm not to mean just financial success or something like that as a city, but instead that they flourish together spiritually in the way they worship God and serve God. And again, this is what God invites us to do. Not to just see our spiritual lives as me and God and doing our own thing together, but being part of a church, being part of a community, which includes all kinds of amazing individuals who also certain days can be quite obnoxious and annoying and difficult at times to get along with. But that's the generativity God invites us to be a part of. That life is more complicated but better when we try to worship and serve God together. The question is, again, how can we be more generative and community-driven in the way we live our faith. For a college student, that might mean getting involved in an official ministry here at the church, being a liturgical minister, might be part of a Bible study, or it might be more informal. Simply inviting a friend you see from your dorm and mass every weekend to walk with you back and forth, so you have that sense that you're not in this alone, but you have someone there with you. Or perhaps it's introducing yourself to a friend from your engineering class you've also seen at Mass before. Again, building faith community with other like-minded individuals. The fourth image used in the psalm today is quite unique. It invites us to reflect upon our children's children. To invite 
and it might just reflect upon our grandchildren, which for some of you is very easy because you have grandchildren. But if you're still like a college student, that seems like a kind of strange thing to be thinking about is your grandchildren already. Yet that's what the psalm is inviting us to do, to think about how our life can impact generations to come. Not just our children, but our children's children. God wants to act in our lives so powerfully that we leave an impact for generations to come. A legacy that will live on decades after our life here on earth is over. And this long-term vision is really important, especially as we're making big life decisions, as we're thinking about our careers, we're thinking about our life vocation. Because most of the important things, the most important things we're going to do in our life are going to require some perseverance and persistence. It's going to require some sacrifice in the short term, again, for this legacy that we want to live on after our life is over. Think about our graduate students who are here. I think almost everyone who's been in graduate school at some point has asked the question, is this really worth it or not? Moments when research became difficult, when just the hours of study and study and study just became too much. And they asked the question, is this really worth it? And in the short term, it probably wasn't. But in the long term, it was. For their future patients, they would serve as a medical doctor or a PT or an OT. Or the people, they would serve as a lawyer and the reconciliation they'd be able to bring about between disagreeing parties and so on. If you think about our own lives, it's important to think about the long term. What's going to be the best long term in terms of me helping other people, being generative, serving others? As we continue with Mass today, we pray for the grace, the inspiration to follow where God is leading us so that we can build a generative way of life, a creative way of life, a generous way of life, so we might reflect God by the way we live our lives. It's not easy. It's intimidating some days, in fact, to be more generous, to put ourselves out there even more in serving others. And so we pray for God's grace today. We pray for God's blessing today, that the Lord may bless us all the days of our lives.